What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So I have another joke for you guys. Is that what Sergio really sounds like? What? That voice he made. I didn't make a voice. <laughs> Victor's always <laughs> trying to start shit. Go ahead, Devo. Oh, I was going to say, I do have a, a joke for you guys. Which of Santa's reindeer is the best at Madden? Uh, Dancer. Nope. I have no idea. Blitzen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you think this one up too? Didn't you just do a reindeer I, joke last week? I did, but you said that uh, Victor would have liked what we were coming up with last week, so I, I figured why not. Oh, that's right. I forgot Victor wasn't here. Wow, so his response was truly like, oh, shit. <laughs> it wasn't even like he just said something last week. I forgot he wasn't on. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Did you it's miss good. me? Of course. Everybody Absolutely. Was it just Victor. you two yeah. hanging out? Yeah, it was just us. Drinking whiskey? I can't even remember all of our topics. It was it was a rabbit hole infested. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, yeah. And actually, that leads into a very important segue. So before we hop into our whiskey review, which will be cask and, or copper and cask, sorry. Um, we will be, so whiskey biz is technically done at the end of the year. However, mm-hmm. we are rebranding whiskey biz into bungholes and rabbit holes. So if you do want to hear our newer episodes, make sure to hop over to that podcast and subscribe, do all that fun stuff, leave reviews, all that, you know, that jazzy stuff that you guys did for us in the past. Um, and there's a few different reasons for it. You can always reach out to us. We'll give you a better explanation, but we don't want to jump too much into that because we want to try this whiskey. Absolutely. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, Diva, you've um, actually had this not I knowing know, it was it. Not knowing because it was uh, not a labeled um, taster or a handshake. Yeah. And I accidentally drank it and you were like, hey, let's do this one. Uh, copper and cask. Do you still have it? And I was like, oh, shoot. What did it look like? What Which bottle was it in? And then it, it got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So this is a... Victor, you have the bottle, but I believe this was a uh, Bevmo pick. It's a five-year bourbon. Uh, let me see this. So it, it looks uh, kind of like a wine bottle, or like if you've had Stellum, it's like almost an identical bottle to Stellum. Uh, it comes from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, so I'm pretty sure this is a MGP product. I was going to say, is it? Oh, but you said Louisiana. Uh, is that Bardstown? I'm sorry, did I did I say Louisiana? You did. I thought I said Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Oh, maybe I just mixed it up. I I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I Victor? those. I remember Lawrenceburg. Okay. So um it's five years. It's barrel proof. What's uh, it's fifty six point eight percent alcohol by volume, which is hundred and thirteen point six proof. Actually I don't I'm pretty sure that's cask strength. It's a single barrel selection. Uh, and, uh, do you want, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just say the mash bill because it's on the bottle, which is fucking rare, by the way, 70% corn, 21% rye and 9% malted barley. Okay. Um, so high corn, high rye. Yeah. Um, kind of low in the barley area, but I'm starting to be excited because I like a little barley. Do you know? 
Yeah, I'm really glad that barley is not the name of children or people. Barley's not usually because I just said I like little barley. Uh, I just could have come yeah. across as Yeah, they could have come across a... And I just explained it. Uh, this is a limited edition release. I don't fucking know why. But uh, yeah, pretty basic. Fake cork. Uh, we're not going to get really any pop because I had to give Devo two handshakes of this. Point <laughs> two. Because he drank uh, the first. I don't understand how he drank one. I forgot. I didn't label it because I was only giving him one. And, and it was one of those things where like, I, I had seen... It was a couple weeks. Like, yeah. I don't know what this is. Fuck it. I'm going to drink it. I think so. Well, because I at the time I didn't have the uh, the box that I've been putting Ooh. our uh, our uh, handshakes in. I didn't have that box, so I put it on my shelf, and it was like, oh, um, I think this was given to me by Rob at some point, like one of those bottles that he was, you know, like bottle killing or killing the bottle. That and, uh, uh, that box looks like what you'd give kids and that's what they put their valentines in <laughs> it does it does <laughs> so um yeah it's it's i'm i'm kind of excited about this this bottle is actually 40 dollars. oh that's not bad so it's pretty cheap it smells good it smells really good actually you can it's definitely get barley. the high rye no it has nothing to fucking do with the barley okay it's probably barley, the barley. So it just... takes away from it. No, I'm just kidding. They have to have the barley. It helps to uh, make the helps to break down the rye and the corn. For some reason, like first whiff, I got um, <laughs> oatmeal raisin oh, cookies. God, <laughs> Victor just made a big face. I mean, I kind of got... get where you're coming from, but not completely. It's got it's got a decent amount of spice on the nose. Um, the ethanol does come through a bit, yeah. Um, and then uh, there there is a, a a twinge of oak that comes through as well. Twinge, that's a new word. Yeah, I figured it's been a while. Try try uh, other words out. I mean, like 120 episodes in, I'm sure you said twinge. I'm pretty sure we forgot some of the shit we said. Yeah, it smells nice though. I like it. It does. It's inviting for a uh, higher proof if it's not cask strength. Um, it's burning my nose hairs, though. Twins means s- s- sudden and sharp. Twinge? Yeah. Is that what you're going for, Devo? I guess more subtle than... T- than. Hmm. Okay. I used the word I, incorrectly. Honestly, I didn't think that was he used that incorrectly, but he did. I was I was all with it. I was with you, Devo. We had fucking Miriam Webster over here, <laughs> fucking fact checking the shit out of you. I mean, when he says twinge, I I, I took it out as a pinch. Which okay, yeah, I guess that like a, that like would a hint, be like a hint. Yeah, but that's not what it says is the actual <laughs> definition. So it, it sounds like a twinge would be. Like a strong but short hint of oak. Uh, so you meant subtle and short. Yeah. So you meant a to singe. I think I feel like, like instead sub- of subtle and sharp are are opposites. They could be. 
yeah, I think we're agreeing with you that Devo is wrong. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I agreed right away. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I wasn't trying to say he was wrong. I just. You just did. Like, I mean, I've never heard that word before. Or used. I'm not that saying way. he ran a bad route, but you didn't run the route you were supposed to. Yeah, he wasn't blitzing. <laughs> I mean, you missed the block, but it worked out. Speaking when you say of... like you ran, you didn't run a bad route. I feel like the only like, how would you? The route was wrong, but I'm not saying you ran the wrong route. That's what you were just fucking saying, Victor. I wasn't saying I you're wrong. I, I wasn't saying that. you're wrong, but what I just said was saying that you're wrong. No, I never said that. You never, you're correct. You never said he was wrong, but you proved that he was wrong. No, I never proved he was wrong. How did I prove he was wrong? Can you reread the definition? Subtle and sharp. Yes. And it's not sharp. What's not sharp? The oak. Well, maybe it's just it was subtle. to him. Maybe it was to him. He even it said it was. Oh Jesus Christ, Victor! Diva, was it sharp? No, you were you were saying that subtle and sharp were uh, like. Yeah, I feel like opposites. those are two different, two very different definitions. Well, you could have a subtle knife, meaning it's small, but it could also be sharp. Ooh, good point. No, <laughs> you couldn't have a small knife. No, I don't think subtle means small. Subtle means inconspicuous. Which would also make you assume small or easily hidden or hardly found. Or where the fuck's Waldo in these jailhouse uh, scrubs? Victor, it's spelled uh, S U B T L E. (laughs) How did you know? Were you really struggling with that? (laughs) <laughs> you're a numbers guy so we understand that spelling sometimes is a struggle it's i didn't say subtle you did i meant to say sudden and it was sudden and sharp you said that but then you said subtle later yeah i did and so then i got confused I... because subtle and sharp i feel like are two different words it was sudden well, and sharp well, and, and uh, to to kind of back you up there, <laughs> can, we, can we move on? And this is why the no. new podcast is going to be <laughs> bungholes yeah, and rabbit holes. Being a fucking bunghole robber. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's a bunghole. A bunghole is how they pour out whiskey, Victor. So first sip is actually quite pleasant. I I was still on the nose. We'll go for the sip. Yeah, I, I decided to go ahead and take the sip just. You know, to try and move move the, the episode on a little bit, um, it's got a that's weird. A dec- it's got a decent amount of sweet on the back end. It does, but it's like it's full of flavor, but it's not like hot yeah. on the palate. <laughs> okay. You get the Kentucky it, it hug looks- though. Like it's fairly smooth on the palate, considering how much flavor you're getting. Like I don't get that. Like oh shit, first sip. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, like, I drank the whole handshake that you gave me and didn't even notice that it was something different. <laughs> you probably didn't even notice it was 113 proof. Yeah, You're probably exactly. like, oh, he sent me like a good bottled and bond bottle or something. Yeah, because I know I I know I uh, smelled it first before I poured, and I was like, oh, we haven't done this one yet, or no, we've done this one already, type of thing. D 
Devo, when like was it, the last time you had a glass of whiskey and you didn't smell it before you sipped it? No, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I couldn't tell you the last time. I like get a shot of tequila and I'm like, oh, let me smell it first so I know how much my body's going to hurt tomorrow. Yeah, Sergio, I know I need to buy better tequila for fuck's sake. <laughs> Is the Kentucky hug a little late? It was. And that's yeah. why I felt like it was really smooth. It kind of has like a pleasant sweetness that just kind of, it's actually very sugary sweet on the palate, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, like closer just, to brown sugar. I'm going to say like closer to cane. Really? Like the flavor that you get after having like a um, a homemade sugar cookie. I don't really, I get the what you're saying on raisins on the palate. I mean, on the nose, I don't get a ton on the palate though. Mm-mm. I feel like the at least the first sip was very like you got the rye, you got the sweetness, you got some spice. It was kind of hard to pick up on because I felt uh, feel like I felt like I feel like there was a lot of uh, flavor, mm-hmm. so it's hard to pick them out on the first sip. Well, even like the the second sip is is that way too. Um, more of the oak comes through for like the finish. Uh, the, the palate is like a nice cracked pepper. Um, and I, I can see where you're coming from with the sugar cookie though. On, uh, just on the finish. Yeah. The very end. Kind of like that. It is, it, maybe it's more like syrupy because it kind of just sits there mm-hmm. and lingers. My eyes are up here, Victor. I <laughs> I keep looking at this little kid on your shirt. Yeah, let's elaborate on that, Victor. Uh, Robert's got a child playing with a red ball on his shirt. And that child is me, and it was kind of a joke because my mom got me this shirt for bowling, and it's me when I was like six bowling, and we had bowling tonight. I didn't bowl particularly well, but it wasn't like a bad night, and we moved from fourth place to third place, and payouts were tonight. So it got us an extra $60 a person by moving up in positions. So it was a good night. See, you didn't need me. My eyes are up here, Victor. I'm trying to like see like the before and after. I look nothing like it. He looks like Belmo in the the picture. Like who? The, The funniest thing about this is my arms like extended in the picture. But the ball's like at my foot, and I'm looking where the ball should be, but the ball hasn't gotten there yet. Like, I straight <laughs> dropped the fucking ball. Was your mom down the lane? No, no, that's not where you're supposed to be. But how did she get that angle? If <laughs> I have no idea. You're overanalyzing, Victor. My mom was creative. This is like one of like 12 pictures of me when I was a child, so. Do you have the other 11 on hand? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Such a bunghole. Okay. So I'm actually like pleasantly surprised with this. First of all, it's a BevMo store pick and we've had some really bad we've had some really bad BevMo store picks. Yeah, we definitely have. Secondly, it's a forty dollar bottle. Yeah. At 113 proof. I don't think it drinks the proof. You no, can tell it it's hot on the proof. nose. Yeah. But it's this is pleasant. I could, I think the three of us could kill a bottle in a night, no problem. 
Mm-hmm. And then not wake up the next morning. Well, eventually we'd wake up, hopefully. Not in like, the morning. It's not like there's poison. It, it'd be an afternoon wake up. I can't tell you the last time. Like, there have been days that I've been a fucking load and not waking up. But uh, uh, generally, uh, like, what? waking up late. Like, I was a load oh, and I didn't oh. do anything. You know what I'm talking oh, about? No. A load of shit. I guess you could say that. I wasn't sure where you were going with the load. Like, Well, that's what my mom used to say. Oh, I'm being a load today. We didn't do anything. Kind of like you just don't, you aren't productive. You're being a okay. load. Maybe it is load <laughs> of shit where that came from. I never elaborated on that with my mother. <laughs> but I, I basically like, I. but I can't tell you the last time I woke up like afternoon. Like yeah, from I mean, the night I before, for that while. morning of, if you fell asleep super late, maybe Vegas is the exception to that. But it's like I slept for four hours and I woke up in the afternoon. <laughs> Victor, Victor's you're an going, old Victor's man. Victor's going so. to sleep from from. This. No, I, I'm trying to think of the last time I woke up, and I remember like in college, I'd, I'd wake up at like two o'clock in the afternoon and mm-hmm. like, fuck, dude. Lost all your day. But I, I feel like I'd sleep like two hours a night on the weekend. I like sleep like for 15 hours. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. That, that's a young man's energy. Devo's doing that now. He's a young man. Not really. You, Dude, you're only getting like five hours of sleep tonight. Yeah. I mean, that's true, but I just mean. And you don't like, get to sleep in on the weekends. No, I still don't. No. Why not? Because uh, of Noah. I'm usually up helping him. Be so, a man. <laughs> be a man. Be a baby. If he was being um, a man, you'd leave him. You'd be like, get your ass up. We're doing yard work today, buddy. I'm I'm teaching him how to do that. <laughs> oh, you are? He's walking around with fucking like little, that little push mower that the balls pop. I can't wait for that time, actually. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till I can get like the kids' craftsman set. My kid's gonna know how to install a TV before Chris does. <laughs> it's okay. You, he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if he does, he'll probably laugh and be like, "Asshole!" <laughs> no bunghole. Oh yeah, yeah, bunghole. Nah, still asshole. It's the same kind of thing, right? Bung is where we release our fluids. Well, part of them. Yeah. Only on days Maybe. that you eat Chipotle or Taco Bell. By yeah, the way, Chipotle... It's a cheaper is, colonic, bro. Dude, I shit you not, literally. Um, that Chipotle goes through me faster than fucking Taco Bell anymore. I don't know what the fuck they put in there. I don't know if it's the hot sauce that I get on there or the salsa. What meat do you... What protein Chicken. do you get? Oh, that's what surprises they, me. They had salmonella, didn't they, with that one? You're so you're so boring if you ordered chicken at Chipotle. Well, well, tell me what's better. What the steak? The steak is good. The sofritas, barbacoa. I get the barbacoa. It's. I feel like it, there's like no flavor to it. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I think it's changed and there's less flavor now. Yeah, I don't. I do think... agree with you. I, I feel like. And well, the they, chicken's the cheapest. Been... It tastes fine. I'm eating it more for like all the other shit that's in there. Yeah. 
but I don't want the vegetarian because I'm I, I didn't work my way up the food chain to be a vegetarian. I feel like if I was going to get a vegetarian burrito, Chipotle would be the way to go. True. True. Rice, beans, not wrong. guac. Shit ton of fucking fajitas. cheese. Fajitas, yeah. It's not a bad, it's not bad. You mean like you wouldn't go to like Del Taco and get a vegetarian Absolutely burrito? Absolutely not. Dude, I went to Del Taco the other day. I have a special place in my heart for Del Taco. I do too. And it fucking sucked. Yeah. It was horrible. Like, I don't know what the fuck, like these, these like little children that are 20 years old of this generation don't know how to like fucking work. Did you, I mean, did you get the every, new tortas or what? No, I got, uh, Oh, you know, what's not did bad. I, get? I got their beef burrito. The tamales aren't bad at no top. Really? Yeah. That sounds terrifying. And the fries suck too. Usually the fries yeah, are good. good. Yeah. They're not as good anymore. They're like soggy and not yeah, like fuck that. I don't know what's up with the. It's probably because everybody's so soft now. They're like, oh, we got to match the fucking people these days. Got to make soft fries. Don't want to cut their gums up so they fucking sue us. Oh, those used to do that. Oh hell like, yeah, but but I'm sure shit not gonna complain because fucking great. Yeah, the salt heals it. You know, solders the fucking wound. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, so, I'd rather have it fuck up my gums than fucking taste like shit. But we're talking about whiskey, right? Um, this is this is good. I yeah, like it's a it. Good one. It's definitely a good one. Um, I'm glad we we decided on this one tonight. Actually, <laughs> you know? I know it's 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 a crapshoot. And when we hear Bevmo, we're terrified. We haven't heard of the brand before. I'm gonna say brand because I'm. Pretty sure it's not their distillery. I'm pretty sure it came from. This is almost like the oh, what's that? Rare character, not rare character. There's another company, maybe it is rare character, and they just do like store picks kind of things. They don't have their own lineup, which probably isn't that bad of a business model. No, no, it isn't. You just have to get the fucking liquor license. I'd be all for, and I know there are people that buy barrels and sell them, but it's not technically legal unless you have a liquor license. So I get kind of like, I'd be down to pick up a, a, well, not whiskey biz barrel anymore because that would be old, but like a bungholes and rabbit holes. That could be a fucking sick ass tater sticker. Yeah. Have like Alice in Wonderland vibes with all the bunny rabbits turned backwards and just their anuses popping toward you. Okay, I'm 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 glad that you said Alice in Wonderland because that's what I was thinking of when we were thinking of the the name. Yeah, when you said when you yeah, yeah, and then make it like PG thirteen with the rabbits showing their bungholes. It has to be twenty one. Oh yeah, well like the label's PG thirteen. Yeah, I got you. But. The bottle's 21 plus. Unless you're in, fuck, I don't know, Ireland. I think as long as you can see over the counter, you're able to get alcohol, <laughs> from what I've heard. These are rumors, though. It's not actual, like, facts. Well, the, the counters are a little bit shorter over there, you know, because Irish people So are the like... people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was meaning. So. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. 
But this this is pleasant. It's enjoyable. Did I give you four ounces or two? Two. Fuck, I should have given you four of this. Sorry, Devo. I was like kind of I I didn't find the four ounce bottles until later. And I when I poured the other ones. So the four ounce ones, I found the bottles later. Then I found out I have a shitload of four ounce bottles. But no, this one is really good. Um, even the the swish was nice. Um, the spice comes through a little bit more. Also, the, the oak. I feel like the oak is coming in a little bit sooner than um, like the first couple sips. I agree. I feel like the rye kicks in later too, more so. Mm-hmm. Like you get but, more of that rye flavor on like the third, fourth sip. You and you would think that there would be more of a rye flavor that comes through. Like even, even when we say that the rye comes through um, mm-hmm. after like the, the fourth sip, it, it's still not as much as you would think. Kind of like uh, I think Wild Turkey 101 has uh, a similar percentage of rye. And that one has like a, a heavier rye flavor to it. Fair. No, you're not wrong. You'd kind of expect a little more rye. Yeah, yeah, that's what I... I, I went the long way around to, to say yeah. that, yeah. You no, know, I, 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 my brain was kind of like thinking about the whiskey and then thinking about how I was going to say something later because my brain goes through a lot of rabbit holes, too. Hence why if you've listened to us for more than one episode, you've probably been like... How the fuck did they get from A to Z without touching the rest of the letters? Or they probably ask, like, how did they get to where they're at even today? You know, that's a great question. And how does this guy have a uh, a day job, eight to five, where he sits behind a fucking desk? Like, yeah. I don't know how I do it. I really don't. I feel like my brain moves too much. And I'm guessing we got a text from our patrons. We did. Who was it? Which it was one? Hubby. Ah, he's up right now. I forget yeah. about that. He was the only one that I could think of that was going to be able to respond. He does like the new name. Do, do, what is the new name? Bungholes and rabbit holes. What's a, what's a bunghole? So it's the hole that they pour the whiskey out of. So if you look at a barrel, there's a little like cork plug or wood plug. Mm-hmm. And do they do they turn the barrel on the side when they drain it? They roll it. So the bung, depending, I mean, I don't know exactly how they do it, but I've seen videos of them pouring like small batches into a larger container and you can see them rolling it into the container. I I mean, I just assume they open the top and poured it out. How the fuck do you open the top, Victor? I don't know, dude. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) I don't think you have to be a scientist to realize that top's not... it. Think think of, well, think of the bunghole as like a, a keg. I mean, well, what do you think that, the, but the keg like, has uh, extra gases that are going through? Like, why too. do you come out the front and you? Well, I guess because when when they store it, they store it laying down, right? They don't store them generally. Like this. Yeah, but think about it this way, right? If you put it on the top, there it alcohol is gonna it's flat, right? So the alcohol you have to like rotate the bottle the barrel around, and these barrels weigh a lot. Right. But if you have the bung hole on the side of the barrel, it caves downward. Right. It's well, like, and I was convex. thinking of it as like it's a, a natural funnel. Yeah. 
So then it automatically goes to where the bung it, bung hole is. Like, like yeah, when you're pouring it into yeah. yeah, yeah, no. There's I feel like there was a lot of science tied to whiskey barrels before they really had like it's not like they could fucking 3D print this shit. Someone was fucking brilliant who came up with the like the way that barrels are. Yeah, how does that shit not leak? Uh because it wood expands when it's full of water. Yeah, no no, I I get that, but in like like in the like 1800s, how the fuck do they figure that out? Yet alone have the machinery or the craftsmanship to perfectly yeah, you, create like that. Just... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's they're brilliant. Like, yeah, they did a great job with it, I think. Well, blacksmiths yeah, back in the day were absolutely amazing with what they were doing. No, and they had to make those rings, right. Like too. how they made those swords. Like when you see people on, oh, what's that show? There's a show on Netflix. That has it. Uh, did yeah, did we get uh, Sergio remember. to respond? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I you knew it. Out. I did, Sergio. I said you weren't going to like it, but you're going to like it anyway. So, um, I I do really enjoy this whiskey. Uh this yeah, it is, is it's great conversation type whiskey. Um, you, it is a little dangerous in the sense that it, it is a higher proof, but you don't feel like you're drinking a higher proof because it doesn't bite you. Agreed. What you could the, definitely drink more of this. Than what others. does conversation type whiskey mean? Uh, that like, it's just a bourbon in general, because most bourbons are conversational bourbons. It's like, just Diva's like safe way of saying, oh, there's caramel and vanilla in this. And and I, I guess I'm also thinking of it as like it, it relaxes you enough. It gets you to where you are. Like, let, let's say you're you're meeting, um, I don't know, a girlfriend's dad or something like that for the first time. And he pulls this one out like you would probably end up telling your whole life story with this one. Hopefully that's the only thing he pulls out. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 but. I don't know, because there's been a few... I'm definitely like, getting more raisin now. Oh, nice. Um, but there, there's been a few of the like not-so-pleasant whiskeys where we're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're not going to get... Or we're not going to drink any more of this one, which is not a conversation-type whiskey. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Some of those really shitty ones create some wonderful conversation. What, what would be a not-conversational-type whiskey? Can you give me an example of one? Still house. No, <laughs> Super no, no, no. fucking conversational, bro. I don't know. Bro, you, some of our you, best you whiskey talks were on the shittiest whiskeys. I'm sorry if I'm calling you out on like No, it's it fine. Just word I would say like doing? I would say like uh quality well, I, house. That's like not that conversational. Like Jim Beam white label, not that conversational. Jack Daniels, you you're fucking trashed and you just I, I, you I guess hate I'm, your life. I guess I'm thinking like you can talk about the whiskey and how much you enjoy it and then also have like a nice conversation to to like backfill. I feel like this one's kind of complex. When you when was the last time you had a whisk a conversation about a whiskey? That wasn't on the show. That wasn't on the yeah. Um, like I Rob feel like I, Rob and I have had a few where it wasn't on the show, but we we tried 
of whiskey together and we, we talked about it. I feel like if I had a new bottle of whiskey with Robert and it wasn't on the podcast, I'd be like, oh man, that's pretty good. And he goes, yeah, dude, it actually is. And then that's the end of the conversation. I, I do have to agree with Victor on that. Generally, like even when we've talked about whiskey, we're like, oh, this is pretty good. You take away the podcast. We'd never do that. Like okay. for our listeners, they're going to be like, oh my God, do you get that raisin? Holy shit. It's all over the place, man. It fucking finishes like sugar cookie. So then we'll we'll just put it on the on on a shirt. Um, what's it called? Bourbon, the conversation starter, or something like that. But I I agree, it's a conversation starter. I like generally when you're drinking bourbon, and I think this is why it's conversational whiskey in general, right? Generally, when you're drinking bourbon, you're sitting down, <laughs> like you're not like like out running around and doing a bunch of shit. Like if we were playing cornhole, we'd be drinking beer. We're likely not drinking bourbon. True. You're like sitting down in a chair and with someone or by yourself. I mean, I'm all for talking to yourself. So it's still a conversation starter. If you can have well, a conversation with yourself, it's perfectly game. And I, and I guess I'm also, you might be crazy well, too, but not, that's okay. Well, there's that. Um, well, if we're talking about Alice in Wonderland, uh, we're all mad here, a little mad here or whatever. Um, but no, like Jack Daniels is not a conversation whiskey. Yeah. And I was agreeing with that. Like the, like shitty whiskeys are like party whiskeys. Yeah. Where you, you just drink it to get to a certain point and then you to don't remember mad. that day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the one thing Sorry, like Victor. I'm confused. The what do you mean? Like is a conversational whiskey a whiskey you talk about or a whiskey you sit down and have a conversation with someone? A whiskey number you talk two. with. Number 2. I I think he's talking about number 1. He he's kind of talking about both. Or am I mistaken? I, you know, I I I definitely was when I was uh labeling this one as a conversational whiskey. Remember how you can't read Devo, Victor? Well, what like you what, read him wrong? What is the story? Tell me, tell me about this whiskey, Devo. I want to hear five cents of what you think about this whiskey in the conversation. Um, it's a fucking paragraph, bro. It's a a, a conversation. <laughs> is it more than? I'm saying five sentences. He's saying a whole hour long conversation. No, I think no, he was I, saying like you talk about the whiskey and then you're going to talk about something, just like our episodes, right? Yeah, it's more along the lines of like I I would end up saying like hey you know like this one does have like a a pretty sharp nose but the palate is really nice and um why didn't you say twinged nose I oh I said a twinge of oak <laughs> yeah I said a twinge of oak I'm I'm just giving you a hard time Devo I'm I mean I figured as much but you know me I like to just keep on rolling with it and just to to see how it ends up going but I, I, no, I just I just love it I don't know sometimes you guys you guys like I don't know if it's like word vomit or word filler and I, I just like to call you out on that not in a sure. bad way. No, and and it. I mean, that's fine to to call me out on it because, like, you're you're right. Like, some listeners who don't normally drink whiskey and they're, uh, they're like, well, what is consi- like? Why is it considered a conversational whiskey when 
like most whiskey starts conversations and or like keeps a conversation going. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Victor, I mean, Miriam, are you going to look this up to see if... Yeah, Miriam Webster. Webster, yeah. Yeah, to see if you... uh, If this, like, is this in her dictionary? I mean, your dictionary to, like, fact check him? Let me do it. Conversation whiskey. Conversational. And then look up whiskey, and then we'll combine the two. So, uh, Devo, I actually haven't done a swish, but... No, it's... It's pretty well balanced. I think that's why it's enjoyable. And the, like I was saying, the cracked pepper does come through pretty nice. And that is part of our palate that we enjoy. Um, I didn't get the cracked pepper till the swish. Oh, really? Okay. Like I I was getting it on on like sip number two or three. Um, It is a nice swish though. It is. It's not overpowering. Like it hasn't been pleasant uh, throughout the whole time. And I think that's where. My mind. I'm. I'm gonna continue to. I guess uh, defend Just myself. Tell us your review. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna give this one a four point. Four point. Hmm. I'm actually like between a four point two five and a four point five. Okay. And I'm leaning towards a four point five. Okay. Um, Does that mean it's? Be- a, or is it four point five? Yeah, it's a four point five. Okay. Um. And that reason is because um, it, it does hit a lot of notes that I like. Like, I mean, it, there could be a little bit more spice to it or more of a punch in terms of the ethanol type thing. Um, in, in the in the front, I guess, front part of the, of the palate. But... Uh, overall, it is a very good sipping whiskey. Um, it's going to make I a think, hell of an old-fashioned, too. I, I think it's a great leap. Oh, yeah, it probably would. Fuck. Um, I, I think it's uh, rightly priced, um, so I'm going to give it a, a 4.5 on value. Um, really? Only a 4.5 on value? I'm... <laughs> That's this fair. That's the, fine. The, it's your review. It, I'm just. Is, I, it, it, this isn't know, a like single barrel, people. is it? Or, or uh, well, it's a like, single barrel select. Yeah. So I guess that's where my hesitation would be, especially because it was a Bevmo pick. You know what I mean? I don't know if I've seen this bottle at uh, like Total Wine or any of the like smaller li- smaller liquor stores. Um. So like. Because I've enjoyed this one so much, I don't know if I would like. I'd, I'd be a little bit more hesitant. If it was at that same price range, I'd still get it though. I guess that's where I'm okay. going with. Okay. If Interesting. It, if, although, shit. I mean, you're right. It is a single barrel select. It could suck otherwise, but I doubt it because generally good whiskeys go to hell when uh, Bevmo picks them. So. Yeah. Okay, you're you've kind of convinced me that it should be like at least a four point seven five in terms of value because I probably would pay up to sixty. I I honestly can say that I think it would compete with like some of the better high proof whiskeys we've had. Like it might not be in the top 
five, but it's it's not like one that I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, no, those blew it out of the water. I have a hard time saying, because I feel like Elijah Craig's, uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is on the spicier side. Mm-hmm. Bullet's a little more balanced. Same with Old Forester. Uh, Stag is, I think, better balanced than, like, I feel like Elijah Craig's, like, on the spicier side. Maybe Larson, yeah, Elijah- too. Elijah Craig definitely is on the spicier side, which is why I like it. Um, and I like it a little bit more than this one here. Um, but this one, like the, for it being so smooth, um, but it does have quite a bit of flavors that come out of it. Yeah. Uh, I know we didn't touch on it as much, but um, I I would probably try it, like you said, in a old fashioned. Um, Especially at that price point. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck not? 40 bucks? I don't know. It could have gone up in price since I got it, and God only knows. <laughs> I, I thought. The Wait, same why thing. is there no subject in everything? I don't know. Are you getting that um, too? In the text, no. Does it say but, no subject in the first line? No, I'm not. Oh, um, what the fuck? Um, sorry, but, we're a little distracted. We let our patrons know that we were changing the name. Yeah, we we probably should have turned off our phones. <laughs> probably, you know, um, but that's that's why rabbit holes. I mean, can't have ADHD without being distracted easily. True, true. Um, so I would mix it, and then um, I probably would pair it with a cigar. Oh, okay, I was like pair it. I didn't know we were talking about birds. Oh, uh, I, I was thinking of the fruit. Didn't like. A pear? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, Victor. Since you've been so quiet about the fucking whiskey, you just like, I, th- I swear to God, you just like hopping down the rabbit holes with us. I do. You say you I don't do. like That's the rabbit holes part. because you're like, I don't know, like, I don't know where the fuck this is going. But then I think that's the part that you like being on. Sometimes you, you, you guys go in weird directions. Yeah. And I want to sit back and just watch you guys crash and burn. I'm just I'm just kidding. You're a dick. I I don't uh I don't know how to say this. I don't love it. Really? It's too sweet for me. Oh, interesting. I I so think then, there's a sweetness on the palate that's one of them I don't like. I okay. Think, I think you're right. I think the sweetness would go great in an old fashioned where you're where it would it would mix and Melt, melt, meld, mend, meld, blend. Like, like, it, probably blend is probably your better word. Yeah. I, I, okay. So, what's your fucking review? A three and a half. Wow. And it, and I one hundred percent believe it's it's my palate. I don't think it's well balanced. It smells great. It. it I don't hate it. Okay. There's just something I just don't love about it. Okay. And I think it's sweet. I think it's too sweet for me. Okay. It does finish on the sweeter side. Like, pretty heavily sweet. Not I heavily, my, but... I think my palate has changed for the, the season. Like, winter-wise, uh, like, I'm, like, I got you. So enjoying I don't, the sweeter stuff. Yeah, and I don't like... I feel like it's a mix between the ethanol and the sweet. Like, I, I know Devo was like saying... Like, the ethanol is... is uh, like you want more ethanol? I think there's I think there's more ethanol that I like than I'd like, and I think it's getting masked by the sweetness. 
the fuck? So there's okay. more ethanol, but you feel like it's masked. So I think I don't I'm like confused. I don't like ethanol. I don't like sweet, and I think those oh. are the two flavors blending together. Remember, Rob, he like he also likes what I really enjoy too, uh, X-ray, and he also likes Basil Hayden. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Basil Hayden. Yeah, you missed out last week. No, I was <laughs> a little disappointed. Um, and and for some maybe it's because it's winter. But it's a little cold, and I think that's thrown off my palate, too. So you want the spice to kind of, like, warm you up? Um, I, I don't spice, taste any... Spice I don't taste, or, uh, proof. I don't taste the spice. I think it's ethanol and sweetness that are that you think it's spice. Interesting. Okay. I mean, yeah. That could be the case, for sure. Um. So did you give the value rating, or no? Because he gave a three point five on the on the and palette. I, I think it's a fair price. I, I don't. I don't know if this is like an eighty dollar bottle, like you guys said. But oh, I said no 60. one said eighty. There's no eighty put out anywhere, Victor. Someone said this I'm gonna fact check with eighty bottles. No, I said no, no, Victor. Mm. Let's clarify that. I said this could compete with higher proof whiskey. But I, I do give it that. It doesn't taste the proof. It does not. No, because you, you, this might be a transition with whiskey. Oh, God. Transition <laughs> into the uh, a gateway. A gateway yeah, to high-proof whiskey. A transition conversation starter. <laughs> what conversation do you want to hop into, I don't into, know. Victor? Same shit, different whiskey. Same shit, different dun, whiskey. Dun. Okay. Uh, would you have this with a scar? Absolutely not. Too sweet. Really? Too sweet. Interesting. So you don't like like acid cigars? No. Uh, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah, you did get me there. <laughs> it's funny because I when I I smoke cigars with my dad, he'd always grab an acid cigar. I don't like acid cigars. And so that 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 was kind of like my introduction to cigars were acid cigars. So there's like a soft spot. I don't grab them anymore, but I think there's something like. I don't want to say nostalgic, but nostalgic about it. Ask to go for me. Okay. Okay. Um, value rating. <coughs> I think fair. I think it's, <coughs> what would I rate fair? What, that four? The same. If you think the price is fine, then you just keep it the same as what you rated it. But I, I'll give you this. I, I really like the bottle. I like the label. I, I think it's, it's a cool looking. I don't hate it. I just, I don't hate it. I just don't, just don't love, love it. it. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to follow along with Devo here. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think this is really good. Um, but I'm more into balanced whiskeys, even though I can appreciate a high proof uh, whiskey that is very spicy because generally they are on the spicier ethanol side when they're higher proof. This one doesn't drink that way, which is a little interesting. Um, like I said, I think this drinks more like a hundred proof bottled and bond whiskey. Uh, yeah. Value rating. I'm going to give it a 4.75 because I think you could easily charge 50, 60 bucks for this. And it's still a good purchase. Cause Elijah Craig barrel strength is like 80 bucks now, 70 to $80. Larceny is the same. Bullet barrel strength is the same. Uh, if you can fucking find it. Victor, you okay over there? No, not at all. 
You need a. Why are you, you, why are you adjusting feet up. the crotch? I I was trying to just get in a little bit more. Where are you sitting on your right position? Okay, okay, I see you. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think I think it's super balanced. It is. It does finish very sweet compared to many others that we've had. Yeah. Uh. But I think I think it's really good. I would have it with a cigar. I think it could make a really good old fashioned. Um, I think Victor doesn't like raisins. <laughs> I don't understand the raisin comment. Do you like raisins? But like what? No. Do you like raisins? Yes or no? It, I'm gonna play like Judge Judy right here. I asked you a simple question. It's a yes or no. Do you like raisins? Raisins do not bother. That me. is not a yes or no. I do not love them. Like so, so do you like raisins? Yes or no? I will never buy a box of raisins. Okay, let me. But let if me... they're there, I'd have a few. I apologize. The, the question may have <laughs> the question and answers may have been confusing. Do you like raisins? Yes or no? Uh, yes or no, more or less. Mas o menos. <laughs> I went to Seven Eleven before I came here, and the <laughs> cashier just kept talking in Spanish and. We look like I have. I mean, I could like, you know, she's like, is anything else? You know, and then she just started rambling about something. I'm like, I I missed that. (laughs) Did you say that? Or did you say masa menos? (laughs) You're like, "Ah." (laughs) it's not in my head. I think she was asking me like to put in my phone number for rewards or something and to try again or something. I don't know. If she said cast tu nombre, that means what's your name, though? Not your number. No, oh, because, I thought it was number. Because no. re- you have to enter your number for the reward. No, I got you. Which I don't understand that. Why? You buy six, you get the seventh free. Yeah, but it is like gives me a, like a total reward. It's like yeah, it is confusing in that you way. You have twelve hundred points, and then yeah, what? Yeah, I got you. Can I can I cash them in for a jet? The Harrier jet. <laughs> Like the uh, Pepsi, where's my jet? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. You got to watch it. It, It's been on my uh, to watch list. Yeah, it's not a bad one. It's pretty easy watching too. Like you could miss a lot. Yeah, they're like 30 minute episodes. You can. Yeah. There's like eight of them. It's worth a watch. You're playing your phone and probably get most of it. So so 4.75 value rating. I would I would definitely have this on the shelf. I think especially if you want to get into high-proof whiskey, like you said, Devo, it is a gateway to high-proof whiskey. Um, <laughs> Victor's like... <laughs> he's struggling. He wants to say something, but he doesn't. I don't under... <laughs> uh, okay, Victor. Oh, if, if we... If, like, you're f- fresh into uh, higher-proof whiskeys. Like, you've never had a higher-proof whiskey, Right. Would you do better with this one and like be more open to trying something like uh Elijah Craig barrel proof? Or would you rather just have the Elijah Craig barrel proof right off the bat? Is your <clears throat> He's talking to you. He's you don't ask you don't answer a question with another fucking question, no, Victor. But, but the argument, like, your argument is that barrel proof is an acquired taste. 
Like, do you need... You have to get there. Do you need to get there? And, like, are you like, oh, I don't like you, this you barrel don't strength. Ever, you, Let me go for a little lower. You don't You like, don't ever don't, have to get there, but it, it's just that it, it's a different... It, it is an acquired taste. Like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like... Like, like if if you're you, like you, oh I I don't like mustard but let me water down my mustard with something else so I can eventually work up to mustard I don't know that's like a weird but this isn't though because it, it is I don't a like cask pickles strength. so like, ha- let me let me start with cucumber like I don't know it just sounds like Victor before the podcast how many high proof whiskeys did you have um like over a hundred proof I don't I wasn't looking at the proof. Exactly, but now you like high proof whiskey. But I, I would argue I've always liked high proof whiskey. Have you? If you've never had it, how would you know? Like I, I didn't. I wasn't like, oh man, this shit sucks, dude. Let me like this hundred and ten proof whiskey sucks. Let me let me go from ninety and then to one hundred and then hundred. I don't think anyone's doing that, well, man. Well, well, no. I, Sounds I'm, like you're I guess, an outlier, Victor. I, I guess I'm I'm just thinking of like okay. You're used to shooting whiskey, and then you tell someone to sip this whiskey type of thing. I'm going like, to argue that I've never met anyone who's like, let's shoot some fucking whiskey. You never had a shot of Jack Daniels? I, don't, I, I feel like if you were at a party and you're like, let's take shots, like, I don't you think... You go to a bar? I don't think whiskey is like... Like, on most people, like, 99% of people is like, first go-to shot okay i think you're you're shooting tequila or you're shooting vodka well i get why you say tequila because you're upbringing <laughs> um vodka i've never heard someone saying let's shoot some vodka um I, when i what are what are you are you you're like okay let me, what, i think you're, you're gonna, gonna go i think you're gonna go tequila's number one shot whiskey's number two shot Vodka's vodka or some other other others number three shot. Maybe I don't know. I've never heard someone doing like rum shots, but I think I think there's there's ladies shooting Malibu. I think they're having mixed drinks with Malibu. I I think someone's pulling out a Malibu. And I think if they're doing shots, they're doing tequila. No Bacardi, or they're doing like fucking Scooby snacks or fucking what is it the. Like come in a bucket shots or whatever the fuck it is. Devo, top three shooting whiskey top three shooting whiskeys for you. Um, Jim Beam. That's about it. Well, we're we're outliers though. We drink whiskey. And I think if you drink whiskey, you're not shooting whiskey. I think if you're not a whiskey drinker, you shoot whiskey. If someone's like, Hey, you want some Jack Daniels? Yeah, I'll take a shot. I, I guess, Aaron, like, I guess, oh yeah, I want it neat, please. Or can you pour it over some rocks? Yeah, I, I guess the the way that I'm thinking, like, someone who is like getting into sipping whiskey. Since Victor, you you're you're talking about drinking whiskey. Um, this is one that I'd be okay if they've had. I, I'd be okay giving to them if they've had like maybe five to ten different whiskeys that they've actually enjoyed. Yeah, I'm with you, Devo. I think Victor's just being, he's being kind of acting like 
He's a bunghole. He's had a rough week, you know, and he needs some more high-proof whiskey. No, he's just being a bunghole. Yeah, pretty much. So what's our topic? I don't know. We didn't even discuss topics. We were so caught up on like, hey, do we start talking about the, the name change slash switch to the other podcast change slash... What was the thing that Victor sent us uh, in our little group chat? Um, Victor? Uh, minorities being... Oh, pushed out of basketball or sports? At sports because they can't because afford of, But it was at a school level, right? Like it was at high, out of... Like high school slash high school? college. I think it's probably more so college. I feel like a lot of... Like you don't have to be that great of an athlete to play in high school. Maybe to be on the starting squad, you'd have to be good, but I don't think you have to be that outstanding to be on a high school sports team. But you're saying they the basically minorities are pushed out because they can't afford the training of today's day and age, which I will say, I feel like coaches back when we were kids were actually decent coaches and they were mm-hmm. good at helping you and now it's not quite like you don't get that level of coaching in little league anymore that we got no i i feel like fundamentals might have like gone out i think everybody's so fucking worried about like canceling someone because they said the wrong thing that they can't even fucking focus on the sport or everyone wins or fucking participation awards yeah like I think that's why you push out all the fucking good coaches because they're like, fuck that. I don't think they deserve participation awards. You win, you deserve an award. You lose, you don't. It's just how it fucking goes. What are your thoughts, though, Victor? Because you have you have kids or you have sports. coached. I think it's irrelevant. What? I think if your kid's an athlete, they'll figure it out. And I think that 99% of the population will never make it to a top tier college pro level or college or even college. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be in the top 5% of high school athletes to play in college. I think there's in, in professional sports across the board, there's a lot of pay to play. I don't think you're going to get away from that, but true. But I think if your kid's talented enough and you have parents, they'll, they'll figure out where, how to get the money and how to put you in the right place. Cause I'm going to argue Lewis Hamilton didn't come from a wealthy background. and Who's Lewis Hamilton? Uh, possibly one of the greatest uh, Formula One drivers of all time. Dude, that's oh, like yeah, the that, worst that fucking example. That's, no, no, no. no, no, no that's, that's the best very, example because it's the, the biggest pay-to-play sport. Yeah, that's a very rich probably sport. Probably in the world. That's a rich man sport. So yeah. is golf. And he he didn't. he's a minority from a low-income family who's... Father figured out how to get him there. Okay. And what do you I, say about Guerrero then? I think that's nepotism. For Guerrero. Okay. I mean that's fair. Are we still talking Formula Vladimir. One Guerrero? No, no, no. No, you're talking about baseball. So you just went yeah. from. And like, I, I'm assuming you're meaning Guerrero Junior. I'm I'm talking about both actually, like Vladimir first. Well, no, you can't talk about the other because he was brought up very privileged. I think Vladimir Guerrero was not. 
And then, right. uh, and then I'll argue that even in this day and age, it's easier for a lower income person than back in the day because you have things like social media. Your kid can throw 90 miles an hour and you put it on social media, they're going to blow up. Scout's going to see it. True. Now, here's the other thing. I feel like it's rare that you get an athlete from unathletic parents. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think genetics, God-given talent is will trump hard work any day. Yeah, I think they and and athletic parents tend to be more successful anyway, or they know what it takes and they can coach their own child. And I, I think that's a big part of it because I mean I, I I have kids and we talk about the kids playing sports and. Sometimes I'm like, I don't fucking know. Am I fucking up this swing? And I'll argue that my my father ruined my basketball shot. He tried to correct it. He didn't. I think he gave me some bad habits with my basketball shot. And and like you said, my my unathletic basketball father ruined. I'm going to argue, though, that your, your physicals, meaning your height, primarily i mean weight i feel like even if you're overweight you can lose weight right you can't get taller or shorter but your height what are you five nine five eight like you pretty much got kicked out of basketball because of your height yeah and especially college like maybe in high school you're fine but in college you're screwed you aren't playing college basketball at five eight unless you're an extreme exception yeah, and and, and I, I've lived it. I, I played co- our high school basketball, and I was better than the guy next to me. But the guy next to me was six foot three, and you know he got called by, by Division two schools to, with scholarships to go play ball. And no, nobody gave a shit about me, you know. But I mean, I get it. I'm not six foot two, six foot three. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. I was the same way. I was six foot, but I played power forward in high school because I went to a small school. So I'm not going to like what fucking college is going to ever pick me up as a six foot power forward. Can't dribble because I was trying to play in the post. Oh, I could dribble, but not like a point guard. But if you're six foot, you had mad handles. You grew up in, you know, I don't know, Compton, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. You post some videos of you playing ball on social media. For sure. For sure. I, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's a uh I think it's irrelevant in today's day and age. I think you can get better training now, paid training, than you could in the past. Like across the board. Like there are more good coaches now because it's easier for them to be found, right? Before when it wasn't like you, you couldn't just look up a coach. Or look up how to coach better, dot dot dot. You you had to be known word of mouth, right? Like they're not gonna be like, oh yeah, go talk to John. He's a coach in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, and and I I read a study somewhere that said, you know, if, if your child's gonna ever gonna play pro sports, eighty percent of you know what's gonna get them there is physical. God given genetics. Yeah. And the child's self motivation. Absolutely, which is also applies to parenting. So 
you know, even if your kids have coaching and money, it doesn't mean it's gonna they're gonna play college ball. Now I'm sure plenty of people are gonna be like, Oh, you're the one talking your privilege, which it is annoying. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it because we're almost done with this podcast anyway, right? Um, it is a little annoying being a white male because my opinion doesn't matter. Right? Because yeah. I'm I'm a white male, I'm privileged, so I don't understand. So I can't even talk. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what the fuck I say. But you guys I don't up. understand. Yet they don't understand what I fucking went through. Yeah. I'm not saying that like yes, I am more privileged than a lot of people, right? There's no question about it. I don't doubt it. I had it gr- had a great mom that brought me up very well. And she gave me a lot of opportunities that a lot of other parents could not give their children. That was my mom alone, not with any help from my dad, basically, right? Very little help. So it's tough when it's like, well, I'd love to have a conversation with someone, but because I'm white and a male, they're like, you're privileged. We can't talk. You can't be in this conversation. Yeah, you so, don't understand the struggle type of Exactly. Thing. So there are probably we're, a lot of people that are like, on this topic, if we were to go talk to someone, they're like, well, you're white and privileged. You're able to have that coaching. So, yeah. Now, I do feel like in golf, there is a barrier to entry. I do not. I think it's very rare for someone to be naturally talented enough, meaning that they did not have a dad or mom that played golf at a high level and could coach them themselves, or they don't pay for lessons to be able, be able to play in college. I think it was like, it was like one in a hundred players that I played with in college that did not take lessons or had a parent that was very good at the sport. But I, I it's so hard, right? Like, but I mean, that is why it's kind of like an all white or Asian sport, right? Like it really is. But I mean, what, what, I don't know, let's say eight year old is out there saying, dad, I, I fucking love golf. Tiger like, Woods inve- Invest in me. Well, I don't, I think, I think golf is that sport that you may but, have played at an early age, but you really don't get into it until you're in your early teens. But uh, Tiger Woods kid to go back for Charlie Woods, you had, yeah. So he, I didn't uh, think of his name until now. He, he was essentially privileged, though. No, he is. But I'm just saying, like, your Victor's right. Like, most kids aren't like, have, oh, I want to be the best kid golfer. Yeah. And to be honest, junior golf is very expensive. I know that how much my parents paid for me to, or my mom paid for me to play in some of these tournaments I did as a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old kid. It wasn't cheap. It was almost as much as I played, paid to play in like amateur events as an adult or like a 17, 18, 19 year old man, which man, you know, young adult. I don't know what you wanted to fucking call me then, but like it was more expensive to play as a 14 year old than like a 20 year old. So, but I, I do think in that there's barriers to entry, Um, but in basketball and baseball, like there is enough, like there aren't any golf rec leagues. 
Maybe there are in some cities, but generally it's not like golf rec league. But okay, so I think there's there's a difficulty in in modern society where I remember and Devo I want I want Devo to check me on this. I don't see kids playing ball on the street anymore. Um, on my, on my street, they're, they're playing baseball, soccer, football. Um, like we, we have to really go slow on, on our street to make sure that we don't hit anyone. But I, I feel like you're, you're in a new densely packed neighborhood. True. You're in a young, a younger family neighborhood. Yeah. Which does help with that. But uh, I get what you're saying, Victor. Because when we grew up, we were playing in the streets. We're playing stickball in the streets. We're going to the park to play baseball on our own or with a group of friends. We're, you know, we're doing that. And in, now there's, I feel like, so much concern about not having your kids around for good reasons, right? Like, you're more aware of these crazy fucking people. People are... I don't know if the world's crazier or if media just shows that the world's crazier. I think there's a little bit of or both. there's both. Yeah. I agree. But you're you're also at a point where, you know, you could argue that the world's becoming like overpopulated, right? I don't I don't I don't agree with that. You don't think the world's overpopulated? I think we're densely populated. We talked about this in the past, yeah, didn't we? I think I think there's enough I, I disagree. resources right now. I disagree. No, that's fair disagree i think well i mean that's why i think you're coming we're coming across more issues right like food issues like food shortages that kind of stuff i don't think you had that issue as much in the past as you do now do you think there's a food shortage because of lack of utilizing resources or do you i mean i'm gonna argue there's there's nobody wants to be a fucking farmer. Yeah, and you we that was part of your argument before. And that there's enough land and there's enough places to I mean rice is rice is pretty cheap. Rice is cheap, but where does it come from? You got to farm it. Yeah, but your farms aren't in developed countries generally. No, and I and that's a whole other argument. I mean, beans are super. I mean, you want to eat beans and rice all day. There, there's probably enough nutrients, and you know, beans are super, super food. Yeah, right? you're gonna get a lot of nutrients. Um, rice is almost straight sugar carbs. Yeah, I think we can live off of a lot less than what we do now, right? Like when you think of like prehistoric times. Now we don't know how long those people lived, right? Because we really cannot verify that someone lived to be. F- 50 years old, 40, I, we don't know, like 3,000 years ago how old they were. But it was like the hunter-gatherers, right? The women gathered food, gathered vegetables, fruit, things like that. And the men hunted for their food. So they had very high protein levels from meat. Right? I'm guessing that, you know, because you can't like, I mean, maybe they ate some fucking rancid meat, but I'm guessing when they got a got a boar or a bison or a cow or something, I, actually, I never thought of that. 
did hunter gatherers hunt cows were cows different back then because that would seem like the easiest thing to fucking hunt um i'm sure our domesticated cattle have are not as athletic as they once were right like chickens were a lot smaller and faster back then i'm sure they weren't all plump and juicy yeah and i know that that's a whole other topic but (coughs) i don't know i don't think there i think there are barriers to entry in some sports i think you can be an exception to the rule in those sports but I can understand how some sports have barriers to entry. However, I do feel like because of social media, because of the internet, right? Like you can get, you could have a Ivy League quality education without the degree of going to that Ivy League school because they offer the same fucking courses online for free. We had a conversation about college once before. We did. But, like, there's so much available now. You could learn what you do in university without attending a university. No, absolutely. and But you couldn't do that 60, 70 years ago. No, and I mean, you, you're talking about the invention of the internet. Correct. And, I I mean, I, I love you. I can learn anything I want on YouTube. I've learned how to do a lot of things around my house because one, I'm willing to learn. And I think that's the big thing, right? A lot of people will be like, oh, I can't afford to pay for them to go to the take these lessons or whatever. And so they can't get into the sport. Well, I think there's, if you're willing to learn, you'll figure out a way to make it work, right? Especially in today's day and age. Yeah, but I don't. Who's willing anymore? That's the problem. And I think that's the barrier. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to go up and get their hands dirty. I think there's a lot of kids out there who don't want to swing a bat anymore. Because there's other things. There's other things out there now. There wasn't other things before. Well, I mean, I I agree. I run into like, so it's different, but it's to me, it's the same, right? Like, I used to really enjoy playing video games, right? And I'd love playing them online. Now, I don't like playing them online as much because I can play five hours a week, right? But there are a ton of people that play 40 hours a week. Oh, yeah. So I'll never be as good as them unless, like, they just are not, like, they don't catch on well, right? Like, I have to spend as much time as them to get as good as they are so then you go online and you play and it's like, damn, I'm just getting smoked. This isn't even fun. And I think that's the issue. People want to play five hours a week and be as good as the person that plays 40 hours a week. I, I and think, it doesn't make sense. And I had this conversation with Devo. I don't know if it was personally or on the podcast, but I feel like especially with video games, there's a preferred meta strategy that you just need to memorize and get your muscle memory down and you can do well. Correct. And it it takes the fun out of the game. So like if you play a super chess professional, they're going to memorize every counter move to your move. Mm -hmm. It's not fun anymore, right? It takes the, you know, 
the, it's not fun for you because you're going to get your ass kicked every time. Absolutely. And because they can counter, they've memorized an algorithm, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But then, you know, if you were as good as they are, it could be fun because you're trying to counter every counter that they make. And then, and then it becomes chess, right? Then it comes real chess. Yes. But you're trying to be the five hour a week person and they spend 40 hours a week. You're never going to be as good. No, absolutely. And people aren't willing, like people just expect to compete without spending that time. And, and I talk about it with, with my, my wife and my family and, you know, it, it's Mamba mentality in the house, right? Like, yeah, you're not going to, you got to outwork your opponent. Absolutely. If you are like, oh, I'm too tired to go practice today. There's someone else that's willing to go practice every day. Maybe they don't want to, but they're like, well, I need to do it. I had the, I, I used to, well, I, I think you guys all know I played college golf. I was good. I was like an average college golfer, right? I wasn't top tier by any means, but like when I would go to a golf course, right? And then you play with someone and to them, I'm like incredible. I get paired up with a random person. Rarely do you get paired up with a, you know, a zero handicap golfer. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you're so good. How did you get good? It's like, well, I had no social life in high school. And it, and it's funny because <laughs> I'm on this weird side of TikTok where they're like. I feel like there are a lot of weird sides of TikTok. Sorry, I'm in a, like a base because I, I coach Little League. So somehow yeah. I ended up on this like baseball training program algorithm in, in TikTok. And every time they start saying, hey, you want to play college ball? Don't have a fucking girlfriend. It's true. And like, that's probably the fun part of college is <clears throat> meeting girls and being yeah. on your own. And, and it's like you said, what, what are you going to give up? And there's always a sacrifice if you want to be the best. Right? Like, if I'm not mistaken, I heard in the past, JJ Watt was talking about playing football. They asked him about like partying and stuff. He goes, I don't, I don't drink and I don't party. I can do that after I'm done playing in the NFL. And I, I think about I think about that as as like a mid thirties male when you see people like Tom Brady and these these Aaron Rodgers where you know they're not young kids anymore. Yeah, There's I'm worried no, about doing a bunch of work around the house because I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna hurt tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm like, this fucker's getting hit by two hundred and sixty pound men. And you know we, we, we I come on this podcast and when this is a Wednesday nights for us yeah I'm like fuck dude I gotta pace myself otherwise I'm gonna be fucked Thursday and Friday yep I'm completely on board with you you know and I think if it. you're a pro athlete then like you're like I I just can't drink yeah I can't drink during the season yeah one thing talking about sports uh we need to start paying attention when modern warfare drops. The new, so we can bet against the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has a proven record of being shitty the weekend when the video game releases. And I mean, I get it. Like he stays up till midnight, you know. The dude's 24 years old. Like what? Really? Like we were doing the same shit as 24 year olds. We just weren't competing at that level. And I I think that maybe you weren't, you're having kids, but. I was not <laughs> twenty four, 
But like you said, like he he just wants to play some fucking video games, yeah. dude. And yeah, he wants to be that person. But the problem is, is he's in a he's in a league where if he doesn't put in the time, someone else will. And it, and it's that crazy. defensive cornerback will put in the time to study his tape and know his every fucking move. And I, I was listening to an interview with Patrick Mahomes um, right before draft day. You know, you, you meet with all the coaches. Or, yeah. And he was saying that, you know, somebody gave him, you know, the Chiefs playbook and he studied their plays all night before he met with Andy Reid. And like, that's fucking like, I don't even want to stay up all night doing work or yeah, it's a pain in the ass to do that or studying like but this guy did what he needed to do and that's that's exactly what you need to do if you want to play college right you have to do the same fucking thing as a high school athlete unless you're the extreme ex- you're that outlier right that has that a bit natural ability and you're just really good at the sport but you, you're that natural athlete, and you're really good at the sport, and you spend one hour a week practicing, and then you get someone who's not that talented, but they spend 20 hours a week practicing. That person's going to be better than you. So, you know, this argument's going around, and maybe I'll, I'll ask Devo to chime in, but there's this argument going around saying that if the U.S. focused their best athletes on soccer, we'd dominate the World Cup. <laughs> How do you feel is, about uh, that, Diva? Because I, I disagree, but I I think I think yes, we have plenty of other sports that we as a country um gravitate towards. But the I, I think it was more of a joke um that they were saying like, oh, you know, if uh the LeBron Jameses of, uh, you know, the world or of uh, the country decided to play soccer like we would uh, we would dominate. I don't know if that's the case. If LeBron spent as much time talking shit about people as he did or trying to start shit because he's trying to, like, be the, be this important person in society playing basketball that guy would have there wouldn't be the michael jordan lebron debate lebron would have been better than jordan would have been better than kobe well jordan's better than kobe so yes i think soccer's a so that i mean there's there's you got your extremes right you got your golf right a game of finesse yeah and then you got track and field which is you know, game of raw talent. Raw, yeah, raw. Raw talent with good training. You're running some of the, some of these sprints. You just run straight, like it, it's just physical, raw given ability. You know, I I think sports like football. There's positions where, you know, I I've heard of colleges who are like, I don't give a shit. You can catch the ball. How fast can you run? I don't give a shit how how you know. How well you can block if you're six foot five, four hundred pounds, and you can move. We'll teach you how to block. You know, I, I think. Yeah. Well, I think football is that sport where you don't have like certain position. You can get away with football being a specific size. 
Like you could suck at catching, you can play cornerback. But I, you're I fast as shit, and you can follow someone. But I mean, look at Messi. He is not I, a physically. Oh no, he's he's small. He's small. The, he's the not muscular. Is he messy? He's very messy. But but the the ball is like stuck like glue to his foot, and um, Ariana has uh, or she asked me uh, like, okay, well, who do you like better, Ronaldo or or Messi? Because that's the debate. That's the LeBron versus uh, Ronaldo because his family's from Fontucky. Are they? No, he's not. No, is no, it Ronaldo's family Portugal. that lives in? That's Travis no, Barker. You're, you're you're th- you're thinking of uh, Donovan. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. You're thinking that is Donovan. Sorry, my bad. Um, that's how but... much I know about soccer. <laughs> but no, like so so that's that's the big debate. Like who's better, Ronaldo or, or Messi? And it the the size is 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 a factor. Like Ronaldo can I, I think his his jump, he his head could hit like ten ten three or something like that. Ronaldo is Kobe and Messi's LeBron. Wouldn't it be the yeah. other way? Uh, no. I think it would be the other way. I think it would be the other way. Mm-hmm. I, I think Kobe's yeah. got raw talent. He doesn't need to pass the ball, which is Ronaldo. And, you know, if... if But if you So Ronaldo's the, the guy but, that has the natural talent. Messi's the guy that spent a ton of time practicing to make up for that lack of... Not as much talent. Like, if, if, if I'm talking about a better individual player... I'm going Kobe. Yep. I thought we were talking about Messi and Ronaldo, which is which is the same thing as Ronaldo. Individual player and individual skill would be Ronaldo. But if I'm building a franchise and I'm building a team, I want I want LeBron or a, a Messi. See that that's another aspect of sports that I don't, I don't think it's talked about enough, right? Because you have the players that are. Go ahead, Devo. Sorry. Uh, well, I, I was just going to say, like, I, I don't know, because like um, both guys and, and that's that's part of the debate is that like both Ronaldo and Messi haven't made it to a World Cup final. They've they've both gotten pretty close, but they both haven't won yet. And uh, I think haven't won or got to a final. Huh? Or both? No, I think they, they I've seen got... Argentina in the final. I don't know if Messi was on the team though. Uh, Messi, it's a Messi. Argentina's topic. won a World Cup, and I think Messi's been to a final. I don't remember Portugal ever being in the final. Well, okay. So what I it's obviously I'm not like super well versed outside of you know uh, understanding. In my opinion. Like Messi is the better uh, team player, whereas Ronaldo is more about all of uh, it. It's just it's just the Ronaldo show. And that brings up a whole other topic, right? And it kind of goes back to my discussion. If your parent came from a sport, you have a better chance of being successful because your parent can teach you how to be a team player, and that's one thing that tends to happen. In some sports where guys get so they want to be, they're all about the stats, right? How good of a shooter are you? How good of a player are you, right? 
But when you talk to like, when you talk to a good coach, right, they will take a person that's not as good, but is coachable over that better player. Now you're talking Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. You just went across sports, but I did. Cause I'm, Russell Wilson I'm, I'm, is I'm very coachable like, and a franchise quarterback. Who Russell can, Wilson. Correct. You put him in a, in Pete Carroll's system and as well. But Tom I don't Brady's think he's coachable. I think Tom Brady's coachable. No, I he think, was yeah, coachable. Tom, I think Denver's got a shitty coaching staff. I think Russell Wilson has a shitty mentality. He's not a he's not a team player, and it's been explained what by what? I think that's media. <laughs> no, that was. Him. Uh, I think it's media attacking him. No, 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 no. This came from Marshawn Lynch and Richard oh, okay. Sherman. I mean, they played with Wilson. I love Richard Sherman, but I think he's a fucking douchebag. I think he is too. But is he a wronghole too? And I, th- I no? think he's doing it for. I think, I think Sherman's shitting on Richard, so he gets the spotlight because everyone's everyone's but, looking at him. But there's the whole other thing. And I love of, Marshawn, dude. He's so fucking hood. Dude. Yeah, he is. But they, did you hear about the birthday party that Russell Wilson had? Mm-mm. So he invited the whole team, and like 15, 20 guys showed up. So. <laughs> They're, they, you're, you're the quarterback of the team, the leader of the team. If you're a good leader, your whole team's showing up, with the exception of maybe a few guys. I don't think you're getting, like, Dak, Dak Prescott or Tom Brady has a birthday party. His whole fucking team's showing up. Well, it's, it, I think it's, it's a leadership Brady, issue. I think, and I don't think Russell Wilson is a lead by example guy. No, he's a franchise quarterback. No, he isn't. Because if he was, he'd still be with the Seahawks. He's a system quarterback. He's a system quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback. You got you got your Tony Romo's of the world. Who else is a system quarterback? But no, we're we're talking about like college sports, right? Like you would pick a guy that is coachable over like he's not as good. He's still good. You're gonna pick a guy that's coachable and a team player over the best player who's not a team player and isn't coachable. I think there's a... Because you get a team that plays together. I think I think we're missing that business behind, behind the sport. There's right? plenty of proof that being the best players together does not go well. well the Lakers are a great example right now. They have three superstar players on their roster. They lost but the I, first fucking six games of the season. But but what about uh, the U.S. team then? For U.S. Basketball? team, we got beat by Argentina in the fucking Olympics not long ago. Argentina's good in soccer. We got fucking beat by them because you have too many fucking head cases that think they're the best player in the game, and you're playing one on five every time down the floor. I guarantee you we could get a fucking college team out of the U.S. They could kick the ass out of our fucking pro team. You get you get a good group of players that can play well together and you can beat five individual of the best players out there. So you, you tell me you make a starting five with the best NBA players of all time and it might not be the best. It won't necessarily be the best team, right? Because in sports, right, you can't have five people thinking they need the ball at all times. Any sport. 
or ball, puck, whatever the fuck it is. Everybody has to play their role, right? Why did Kobe and Shaq not get along? Because Kobe, Kobe, can, Kobe can score 40 points a game, and if Shaq doesn't get the attention he wants, he's out. Exactly. Because there are two people that think they need to be the stars of the team. So now you 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 expand that to a whole fucking team of 12 or 14. Now what do you have going on? Well, now you have the shit of, I should be starting. You know, they're a starter for their, their actual NBA team. I should be starting. Why am I not starting over this guy? So now you have locker locker room problems. So now when you go in, you're like, fuck this. I'm not starting. I don't give a shit. You bring in 12 guys that work together. They're going to win. You don't need like, look at the fucking bulls. Right. They were not as talented as the Lakers are of today, but I think the 1990s bulls beat the Lakers of today. The 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 Pippins and the Rodmans and the they all played their role. Steve Kerr was a good point guard. He could shoot, but he wasn't great. Right? I mean, he was in scheme of like if you think of basketball, you're like, yeah, he was a great player because he made it to the NBA and he he started in the NBA. But when you think of like top top fucking point guards of all time or of that time, you aren't thinking Steve Kerr. Rodman is a great example, right? That guy was a situation like he played his role perfectly, but it, it he was not expected after- to score. He, I was going to say, especially after uh, Jordan put him in his place. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know if Jordan ever technically put him in his place. Like Rodman wasn't a scorer. He knew he wasn't a scorer. So he played great defense. He rebounded like a champ. And he played his role of that team. So like if, Moneyball is another great example. Oh, I fucking love Moneyball. Dude. Moneyball is a great example. I, lo- I love when they're sitting in the boardroom and he's like, he's fucking shit. And he's like, he gets on base. But he's fucking shit, but he gets on base. But, and he goes, I don't give a shit. He gets on base. And I, I yeah. get what you're saying. Like, like you yeah, don't, the, like, the younger Giambi, where he was like, uh, or where they were like, uh, but, but he has some like outside, outside of the, uh, Outside of the field, he he's not so good. And then uh, he was like, "Nope." Well, he gets on base. Yeah, right. He just, he gets on base. That, that's what yeah. you want. Yeah, you can't score if you don't get on base. Right? Like it, it's it's impossible to score if you don't get on base. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I, it does I, not matter how you get onto first base. So so let let's 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 talk your theory, Robert. Into you know some a practical situation, you have five positions in basketball. What position is your superstar? That's tricky, right? Because I think like like football, your leader of your team generally has to be in a point guard position, because the point guard's your your quarterback, right? But you can have a leader in any other position if they lead appropriately. Meaning you lead by example. Like Kobe Bryant was a great leader and he was very... Same thing with Michael Jordan. But they were also the guys that would spend more time than anybody else on the sport. So Derek Fisher didn't lead that team? No. 
No, Derek yeah, Fisher obviously, did not. Obviously, obviously. But, but even like if you look at other teams, like, uh, so you have like, would, uh, you, would you rather have Kobe and Shaq or Kobe and Pal? I would rather have Kobe and Shaq because I think Shaq's a significantly better center than Pal was. I mean, Sha- I think Shaq's the greatest center. Do you of mean? All time. Do you mean like Kobe and Gasol or Shaq and? Uh, Shaq is the greatest center of all time at his prime. He is. You can't. I don't think he's the most physically. He's the hardest center to guard in the NBA in the history of the sport. Absolutely. Now you could say Wilt Chamberlain, but there. So I've watched videos, and they said that there's. It's controversial that he actually scored a hundred points. Yeah, because it wasn't televised. It wasn't televised, and there were only like there was like one person there to like check the score. But it's it's I I don't a leader can be anyone, right? You could have a leader coming off the bench. Where do you have your superstar? Your super uh, superstar can be any position. What's the ideal superstar position? I think a point guard is this just like football with quarterback. They're the one with the ball the most time. They're the ones making the decisions. Because if you have a shitty quarterback and a great center, I'm sorry, <laughs> a shitty point guard and a great center, the point guard can't get the ball to the center, and the center's not important. Who's your favorite point guard of all time? John Stockton. Can we can we go a little more modern era? Modern era. I feel like he is modern era. Is Jordan not modern era? I think let's can we go last 30 Jason years? Kidd? Okay. Steve oh, Nash. Wow. Why are you going with the white guys? <laughs> I, it's it's <laughs> fucked up, but they're more team players. No CP3? I like him, but I think he's he's I hate that he flops so much. Westbrook? He's he likes to lead the team and I think a point guard is a pass first. Like when I think of point guard, your first Point like you should have as many assists as points. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think Westbrook tries to be the clutch Kobe when he shouldn't be. Well, because he had to be. He was on the he was on the Thunder. They had no one. He was the point guard. KD? No. Well, no. when they had KD, you're correct. KD should have been the scorer. Westbrook should have done things. You you, you get Westbrook right. <clears throat> he is a threat. So he drives to the rim. He can get by anyone. He's just physically gifted. I right. Think, I think Kevin Durant and Tracy McGrady's are, are my biggest disappointments of I don't know. I think T Mac was underrated. I think he, he got overshadowed. No, but he Isn't he cousins with like uh fucking Vince Carter? Is is he oh Vince Carter's wow. This is like nostalgia. Right? They're they're but if you think of T Mac and Vince Carter, they're pretty much late uh Jordan era. But I mean, we could talk about this forever. I just think that you, the most important thing to being an athlete is being a team player. So Kobe or LeBron? If you can't be a team player, play tennis, golf, bowl, or do Formula One. Who's better, Kobe or LeBron? Kobe. Okay. Okay. LeBron. Kobe led his team. Kobe had worse teams than LeBron. LeBron had some pretty bad teams. I think both of them 
are here. Here's what I'll say. I need a game winning shot hit. I'm going to Kobe every time. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's what you need. Like LeBron. Yeah. If I, okay, he can go dunk it, but we need three points. I'm not going to LeBron. I mean, I, I'll, I'll argue any day of the week. Kobe Bryant was the most clutch player of all time. Okay. You're, I don't, you want I don't a game-winning shot, you're giving it to Kobe. Not Robert Horry? He made more game-winning shots than Kobe in the playoffs. I, I'm giving it to Kobe. Kobe's my clutch. Well, I don't because care Kobe's the leader of the team. I don't care who's guarding Kobe. Yeah. Three seconds left, I'm throwing in him the ball. Not Fisher? He did it in .4 seconds. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very <laughs> controversial... <laughs> he he i just i remember watching that game and he took that shot and then ran straight to the locker room that was that was an incredible shot it was an, but it was a amazing game I, I just think the biggest issue with sports today is team players are not brought up to be team players it's all individual but my argument there is your individual players are going to get paid out better than your team players potentially Potentially, I don't know, but like that, those are extremes. You're you're you con- get a you get an above average player that's not a team player, and you get above average player that's a team player. The team player is going to be picked up a lot quicker. He's coachable. He can fit into an organization. But I I think your superstars, your Ronaldos, your Kobe's are going to have fatter contracts and. Then you, Maybe, but does, that, but does that make them better? Um, I mean, I you can argue somebody's salary is you're getting paid more, you're more valuable. I mean, Mr. Economics, you know, <laughs> I just found the water <laughs> bottle in this cushion. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but Devo, you have any final thoughts? Thank you for listening, and as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo!